And you're listening to Fix My Car Cast with Bear Club Billy. This is the show where I record a podcast on my walk from or to work to raise money to fix my car, which is the whole reason I need to raise the money in the first place. Learn something from yesterday's episode. Do not point the mic end of the phone at your face because it'll pick up your breathing. However, we've got a new problem today. It is a windy one. Um, I'm really sorry if the audio on this is just absolutely terrible, but I will let you know I solved my crosswalk problem. I just found an easier spot to cross, so there's that. Uh, Today's commute is from work to home, which once again, I don't want you to know where that is. That's why this is audio only, as fun as it might be to watch me walk all the way home. I feel like right now I don't sound that out of breath but I can't wait for 10 minutes from now when I sound like I'm a rotting corpse trying to play a tuba. Okay, so what are we doing today? Well, first, we'll talk about our special guest on the podcast for today, uh, musician and comedian Keith Hebert. He'll be coming up later. Uh, But before we get to him, I think, I think I have a topic that I can talk about for the whole episode. That's right. But I don't want to tell you what it is just yet. But this may surprise you. It's a movie. I know. I talk about movies on this show a lot. And by a lot, I mean we've only had two episodes. And we're in the middle of the third. But I'm already starting to get out of breath. Because I am rotund. And, uh, you know, all the baggage that comes with that. Um, I've already started pointing the microphone end at my face. So that's not helpful. Before we get... To the main topic that I think I can talk about for the full approximately 25-minute walk to my home. <sighs> I got a shout-out, another donor. That's right, we got a donor. If you'd like to donate, you can go down to the GoFundMe link right below this video. Um, I'm assuming this will be a video because they've all been videos. I haven't planned any of this out in advance. It's a terrible idea. Please help me fix my car so I can stop doing this. Um, so, our donor today is Anonymous the Second, who donated Anonymous the 50. That's right, 50 whole bucks. Thank you, Anonymous the Second. I told Anonymous the Second that I would give him a shout out on today's podcast, and they said that wasn't necessary. So, okay, Anonymous the Second, I won't give you a shout out on today's podcast. Let's move to the topic. But before we do that, let's move across the street. On second thought, let's not, because someone's on the other side of the street. They must be having the worst time walking behind this asshole trying to record a podcast. Uh-oh. The things that happen when you record a podcast on the fly on your walk home. Okay, well, we might be getting into alternate routes now, which would make the show longer and would make me sweatier. But I don't know where I'll go, so we'll just have to figure this one out. Maybe we'll have a special guest on this one. I don't know. Somebody's raking on this side. So that could be a problem. Apologies while I pause for our sponsor, Yard Work. All right, that was our sponsor, Yard Work. Sometimes you just kind of get in a configuration of people where you don't know what to do. Also, I am very much on the side of the road without a sidewalk, and it's not good. It's not good at all. So, 
unless we're going to have an unexpected special guest, um, please tell me that you have just completely skipped out. You've just said, nope, none of this. Please and thank you. All right. Going down a side street. This is exciting, right? Sure hope so. What are we talking about today? Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-chippendale. Rescue Rangers, to be specific. Okay. So, apparently, they've put out some trailers for a new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. And I have so many questions. I'm going to start with a smaller one, and we'll move to a bigger one. The smaller one is... The title of it is Chippendale colon Rescue Rangers. Which you may notice is also the name of a TV show. I'm so tired of this. If you're making a new thing, give it a new title. I don't care if you don't want people to know that it's a sequel and you want them to just enjoy it on its own. The Halloween franchise really shot itself in the foot with this one. You cannot give a movie the same title as another movie in the franchise. Now, oh gosh, this road doesn't go anywhere. Oh my gosh, both conversationally and also where I'm going. I hope this is an adventure for you. Nope, that's not a road, that's somebody's driveway. Welp, the person following me is gone now, so they won't have to listen to whatever I'm talking about. Which, to remind you, is Ch-Ch-Ch-Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Okay, I have so much to say about this. So, they're making a movie in which Chip and Dale are actually actors. Oh my god, someone's coming this way too. I just can't win today. So... So it, it, it makes no sense. They're making a movie where Chippendale are actors and we follow them as actors. So they were, they were on the Rescue Ranger show back when it aired in the year 19-whatever. I watched it when I was a kid. It was fine. Um, oh boy, big dog. Wow. This is a horrible idea for a podcast. Truly, truly. Who's a good puppers? Oh, actually, you're a really good puppers. What a nice puppers. All right. Points in the favor of this episode. One really good puppers. All right. I'm going to attempt a road cross, and I've done it. Actually, I've halfway done it. Now I've fully done it. My stride ain't that big, and ain't nothing going to break it. Whoo! I hate this. Fix my car. So, the Rescue Ranger show has a movie coming out. So sorry about the wind. And the dealio is that they're actors. And then the further weird dealio is that one of them, Chip or Dale, um, has gotten a CGI facelift or CGI surgery or something like that. Okay, sure. Um, I don't like that because I feel like there's some market research reason behind it. Like, a lot of times when I watch a movie in a franchise and they make a a big choice I see the story reason the audience reason and the behind the scenes market research reason and just the idea to have one of them tradi- traditional cell animation which by the way it's not it's CGI but it just looks like cell animation if they had any guts they would have actually done cell animation. But nobody's going to do that in this age and day. So, where this thing goes off the rails. God, this is such a good podcast. Where this thing goes off the rails is... 
because it is set in a world where Cheshire Chip and Dale are actors in their show, there are also other cartoon characters in this world. And all of them are actors. We see a scene of them like at a convention signing autographs. And I remember when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is the premise of Roger Rabbit. But here's where it just gets crazy. Roger Rabbit is in it. He's in the movie. Okay. This means one of two things. It is set in the same world as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And is, in fact, Who Framed Roger Rabbit 2 ain't no Roger in this one. Which, okay. If you want to make that into a franchise and just follow the lives of other cartoon characters, okay. But there's a problem here. So either Roger is an actor in this world, and the events of Who Framed Roger Rabbit occurred in this world, or Roger Rabbit is like the Charlie Kaufman of this Ch-Ch-Ch-Chippendale Rescue Ranger world? Because that means he was in a movie based on the premise that cartoon characters are actually alive, but also lived in a world where cartoon characters are actually alive. Which kind of makes me wonder, if you live in a world where that's commonplace, then the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit is not notable at all. I mean, I suppose it's just one typical Hollywood, you know, glamorous story of intrigue and murder in a cartoon world gone mad. But I'm just like racking my brains around this. It's like, it's in there so they can be like, haha, we acknowledge that you know that this is just a Roger Rabbit ripoff, but it's its own thing, pumpkin style. And God, this was such a bad idea for a podcast. Please help me stop. Please help me stop. I'd kick it over to Keith Hebert, but I have more to say about Roger Rabbit. Okay, so. So in the trailer, they make a point of of noting that like every style of animation is represented here. Um, There's some stop motion, there's CGI, whatever. And this is where things get extra weird and maybe kind of mean. Um, When I say weird, I mean hack. Um, So in, I want to say in two of the trailers, they make a gag about the fact that CGI in like the mid to late 2000s didn't look great and and all the characters kind of had dead eyes and they seem to joke about that a lot so number one that's so hack that's incredibly hack like like what what searing observation that is that cartoons from the mid 2000s had uncanny valley dead eyes okay Okay, the fact that they make jokes about it twice in the trailer is like, wow, you really want to play up that joke, huh? What a zinger. (laughs) Like, it's just so, I don't know, it's just like, what a fresh joke. Um, But the thing that makes it extra weird is that there seems to be a character who is... (sighs) 
and I'm going to throw this out there. Maybe it's somebody from a video game or some show I've never heard of. But there's a character who's a Viking. I do not recognize this character from anything. He has the voice of Seth Rogen. And I'm pretty sure it's making fun of Beowulf. Yeah, if you've never seen it, look it up. There was this weird... Yo! All right, cool, we've got a guest. Well, that was, that was, that was a fan, that was a listener. Um, so, we've got... We've got this CGI Viking with dead eyes. And I think this is uh, Mocking Beowulf. But here's where it gets weird. Do you know who the director of Beowulf was? It's a guy by the name of Robert Zemeckis. Don't know if you've heard of him. But uh, he directed a little picture called Who Framed Roger Rabbit? So this is messed up on so many levels. I'm just saying Robert Zemeckis better get a cameo in this or something. So, and I know no one cares about this. The people listening to this right now don't care about this. But it's so bizarre to me to to take a movie that was universally beloved, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and then to make this weird not quite a sequel, more of a rip-off movie and use it to make fun of later Robert Zemeckis animated projects. And, I don't know, that's just bizarre. Like, it almost makes me feel like they have a beef with Robert Zemeckis, which, this is a real big side tangent, but I know that Robert Zemeckis has signed his contracts very carefully. This is such a tangent, I probably should save it for later. All right, we're going to tease this. The assassination of Robert Zemeckis. Yup. Stay tuned. <laughs> Which is a movie with John Ritter. Um, so, so, number one, I don't really get the humor style here. Other things from the trailer of note, it seems like they're at a convention where people can meet animated stars. And there, there seem to be a lot of characters that aren't Disney properties. Um, in the wonky animation segment, you do see a couple of humanoid cats that are definitely them mocking cats, which belongs to Universal, which I only remember because every time I watch that movie, I meow the opening thing. Meow, 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 meow. Anyway, so, so they're making fun of cats, which they do not own. And then in the convention scene, there's a really prominent shot of somebody dressed like Borat and somebody with a Batgirl t-shirt. And off the top of my head, I don't know who Borat belongs to, but like, I think you know, Batgirl ain't Marvel. Um... Also, there's, like, a very specific Jurassic Park reference. Again, Universal. And I have this weird, dumb conspiracy theory that Disney has plans to buy the stuff they don't own yet. And I've just noticed this weird thing that in a lot of TV shows or movies that belong to Disney, lately there are just... Tons and tons of references 
to Warner Brothers characters and to a lesser extent to Universal characters. Um, see, these are the kind of topics that I should have compiled before. Um, let's see. I watched Only Murders in the Building, which is made by Hulu, which is owned by Disney. And there's a subplot about Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig. And I just remember thinking, huh, why wouldn't you use the vast array of cartoon characters that you own? Now, obviously, it was probably just, hey, whoever wrote it wanted to use them. And Disney said, all right, we'll get the rights. But it just felt weird that they're so prominent in the show. And then I saw Eternals in the theater. And in it, they make reference to both Batman and Superman. Now, you know, they're iconic on the borderline, you know. In the collective conscious, they're public domain. But uh, obviously they still belong to Warner Brothers. But I don't know. I just got this weird feeling of like, I think Disney is taunting them. And also the choice to put these shots in the trailer. Like, for, for a movie like Ch- 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 Chip and Dale, uh, Rescue Me, they, you'd think they'd just want to be like, boom, 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 all the Disney characters. But like, it's surprisingly full of a lot of stuff that ain't Disney. Um, and so I don't know if this is like a power move or something. Like Disney's just like, hey, stuff we don't own, we're coming for you. There's nothing you can do about it. And like, I wonder if they pay for the rights to use these things as just like, <laughs> this is just a formality. We're going to own that in three years. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting fairly close to home. Um, the assassination of Robert Zemeckis. For the longest time, and I just realized I'm pointing the microphone at my face again, but I don't think it matters because of all the wind. So, I don't actually know what kind of paperwork Robert Zemeckis signed on who framed Roger Rabbit. But I do know that Universal is pretty pissed. You can't do a Roger Rabbit impression when you're my size and my distance from home. Um, anyway, I'm going to pause for this. Pissed. Nope, I still can't do one. I do a lot of impressions just to see if I can. They're not good. So anyway, Universal, they're pissed. They're pissed because they can't make more Back to the Futures. They really want to make more Backs to the Future, but until Robert Zemeckis dies, they can't make a single more Back to the Future. And they hate this. So one day, it suddenly hit me, wouldn't it be an amazing movie if Universal put out a hit on Robert Zemeckis? Because you may have heard those rumors about Tom Holland being cast as Marty McFly and a Back to the Future reboot coalization of the novelization. And the thing is, is this means they're having these meetings even though they can't make the film. So I'm like, I'm thinking... Universe. I mean, any studio that isn't Disney is desperate right now to stay alive. You know, I could back that up with facts, but I don't do that. Trust me, 
I am the Cliff Clavin of references that young people get. And also of shooting the shit bar talk. But anyway, this is just the thing I've been rolling around in my head. That they would love to make more of those films. But they can't do that while Robert Zemeckis is still alive. So, I'm thinking, what if we make a Hollywood thriller where someone is tasked with assassinating Robert Zemeckis? I don't even know if I'm allowed to say these words right now. After all, Robert Zemeckis is the president of Back to the Future. And I don't know if you can say the words. Uh, No, I'm not going to go there. So anyway. um, I swear I was just tired. So, oh my gosh. Please stop the worst idea for a podcast ever. So, assassinate Robert Zemeckis. That's not an order. Sit down. My story is about assassinating Robert Zemeckis. But the guy who's tasked with it, he's not really a movie fan. He doesn't know why they want him dead. He just has an assignment. Assassinate Robert Zemeckis. Make it look like an accident. And here's your handsome money. Like, just really good-looking money. Like, mm. Like, money with, like, a good ass. So, and by the way... If I wrote this into a script, I would have to change the names and the studios and the, uh, the movies' names themselves. And I feel like the story just wouldn't work. So I'm sharing this plot because I know I'll never write this because it won't work. But if you're someone out there who's very, very clever, go for it. Have at it. So I want this movie to be someone has to assassinate Robert Zemeckis because Universal Studios wants to make Back to the Future 4. Or they'll probably just call it Back to the Future, even though it's set in the same universe. You Halloween fucks! Um, But, this assassin, not really a movie buff, but he's just kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this guy's name, this guy's name is sticking in my brain. Why is this guy's name sticking in my brain? And then he looks it up. And he, he puts the whole thing together. Like, they haven't shared with him why they want to do this. They just want the job done clean. And so when he Googles it, he puts the pieces together. Oh, they want to make more movies. And he's like, huh, well, I, I like those movies. And I don't want new ones. Huh. And so basically, I want the story to be the assassin decides not to do it and he makes it his goal to save Robert Zemeckis <laughs> like he goes to find him and tell him like we gotta skip town this is what they're trying to do and I haven't really thought that far ahead see I, I tricked you I said I couldn't make it because we'd have to change the names but really it's because I'm a terrible writer and I don't want to write it as evidenced by how crappy my improv is when I'm sweating my face off trying to go, trying to go home. oh my gosh this is this is a part of the commute where my brain stops working it's a very sunny day offsetting that is the fact that it's a very windy day but I'm almost home when I get home I think I'm going to eat a lobster roll or 
that or make burritos. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, so anyway, if you want to write the assassination of Zobert Ramekis, feel free. That's a free idea. There you go. Make that. I think we've never really seen assassination and Hollywood come together like this. Except for Barry. Oops. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that'll be a plot point on Barry. That'll be a fun one. <sighs> so, anyway, yeah. The, uh, the trailer for... The trailer for it... Uh, like, gives me so many questions. But also, I'm going to see it. And I hate that I'm going to see it. I hate that every movie nowadays is a studio smashing whatever IP they have together. IP is short for intellectual poop. And, and it's like, this is where we're at. This is the stage in creativity. And here I go again. Capitalism. Get yourself a capitalism bad t-shirt at the link below. Um, this is where we're at. We have to make movies with 800 characters in them. Because when you see them, you get a buzz of endorphins. And I have to talk about it on a thing where I walk home. Because I can't afford to fix my car on the wages that I make. Oh. Alright. And you know, it goes without saying there's a pandemic. Pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Who was Beetlejuice? I don't know off the top of my head. Anyway, I am so, so, so close to home. I am... I'm almost there. You will soon hear the sweet sound of my door opening. And you will not have to listen to me talk about huge cartoon mashups anymore. It's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. We're gonna make it. I'm rooting for you. I think you're gonna have a great time. Oh, and I think that maybe, just maybe, I... I'm going to take a nap. I think I've earned the nap. I think you've earned the nap. What are you doing right now? Take a nap. I appreciate you listening to this. But I highly doubt you have. That's a paradox, I think. How can you listen to something about listening to something? About not listening to something? I wish I was making this up. This is how frazzled my brain is. Um, please don't make me do this. I don't play this for anybody. Please let me do this. Oh, I'm this close to home, and I haven't yet mentioned I got a really cool music assignment. I'm very happy about that. So keep your ears peeled for some music that I'm writing uh, for a YouTube project that I don't want to tease too much ahead of time, but I am soaked. That's uh, psyched and stoked and a little wet. All right, I'm at the crosswalk. And then I'll be at my home. Thanks for listening to episode three of Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy. Uh, make sure to donate down below. And if you donate, you know, give me a topic you'd like me to talk about next time. And we'll see what happens. I'm at the front door. And as always, clean your fingernails. They're getting gross. Have a good one, everybody.